0: Breakups are confusing. Well, if you're going through a breakup, probably one of the biggest things you're going through is this immense amount of fear and confusion. You're totally lost. You're totally anxious and scared and you don't know what to do. You're searching everywhere and your brain is constantly longing to reconnect with your partner and figure out ways that you can do that. And I know cuz I've been through these experiences. I know exactly what you're going through. I know how scary it is and you're desperate. You'll start looking for any amount of information that seems to help and I've been there so I know what you're going through. And what you have to understand is that when we feel disconnected from our partner, it literally causes us physical pain. And that anxiety, that separation anxiety, actually hurts us. We have increases in uh, cortisol in our body, which is a stress hormone, and it makes us feel pain. We, we're just hurting, and we have a decrease and the chemicals in our brain that make us feel good, like dopamine and oxytocin. And so we're literally feeling pain. We feel like we're going through like a, a drug withdrawal. And in many cases, we are. I mean, that's really a big part of what we're going through. And so what you need to think about is this. Who thinks clearly when they're in physical pain? Nobody, of course. If you take your hammer and accidentally whack your thumb when you're putting the nail in you're gonna be in physical pain are you gonna be thinking clearly no you're gonna be jumping around screaming God, I can't believe it this is everybody. screaming and yelling like a crazy man right you're not gonna be thinking clearly which is why you have to understand when you're going through this breakup you're not thinking straight at all and a lot of you guys are wondering you know what's going on with your ex and every situation is so different because there's a lot of different reasons we break up and it depends upon the length of the relationship, how attached they were, their attachment style, there's just so many factors that I look at for that and it's a case-by-case situation. But oftentimes, in more cases than not, our ex is also confused and they're scared, they're hurt, even if they're the one that broke up with you, they are probably feeling a lot of different emotions. Like, you are angry and disappointed. And, you know, so it's not so cut and dry with them e- either. However, of course, it does seem to be easier for them because they made the, the decision, in, if that was the case, if that was the case and they broke up with you, they made the decision so they felt they had the power over you. So you kind of feel powerless too. Like this is their choice and there's nothing I can do about it. And that really hurts. And it's extra scary. But, you know, one of the things that I'm always trying to teach you guys is that your behavior is going to have a huge impact on your ability to re-attract that person. And a lot of times, it takes patience and dedication to learn all these skills that I'm always trying to teach to better yourself, to be healthier in a relationship, and to have more attractive behaviors, okay? So, today I have a good email that I think is going to help you guys see how things can be so confusing. Uh, It's about a lesbian who's in her mid-twenties, and she was dating a woman that was slightly younger for about two years. And she said, Hi Craig, Penny and I dated for about two years. We met online and were madly in love. We both came up from hard upbringings with some emotional abuse. Well, already off the bat, I can tell that there's probably a lot of fantasy going on here, and that's due to their unmet needs because they met online, so that usually is a bit of a fantasy there. And, you know, they had emotional abuse, so they were neglected in their childhood. So, when we're having, uh, when we've had neglect in our childhood, it brings up a lot of unmet needs, and we often project them onto our new dating partner. She grew up very, very poor. The first few years of her life, her parents went through a nasty divorce. So you can imagine that in her early life, her parents were arguing, anxious, scared, angry, lashing out, probably using the the baby, or her at this point, as some kind of pawn to get back at each other. So it would not be pleasant, and it would cause a lot of anxiety. I don't know how old she was, but it said first few years of life, so that's even more of an impact. We both told each other that we were each other's soulmates. Knew we wanted to be with one another forever and that we would do whatever it takes to make it work. Well, obviously a lot of people say things in that moment in time that they feel like they mean, but very rarely does it last right you get you may think about it people get married they stand in front of all their friends and family and they say i'm going to be with you forever i'm going to do whatever it takes to make this work and then 2 years later they're divorced why because they said something they meant at the time and then they didn't have the skills to make it last both agreed that this love was different than anything we had ever experienced i'm planning to moving to her state Initially, we were supposed to move in together, but I was planning on moving regardless to be close to family, and career-wise, it makes sense. About a week before the breakup, I could tell she was pulling away from me. She was extremely stressed and depressed, and I was absolutely overboard, becoming extremely needy and clingy and a little crazy. Well, a lot of that is because of the early trauma you had in your life, And so you feel somebody abandoning you and you're just terrified that that's it. You're going to die. You feel like death. You can't go on without them. And when that happens, we do a lot of behaviors that really turn our partner off. She warned me I was being too much and that the excessive shows of emotion seemed fake. But my fear and anxiety wouldn't let me stop. So you don't have a good ability to control and soothe yourself, so you're just out of control. We hadn't seen each other in almost two months, and when we were actually together, things are always absolute bliss. Well, that's because it's long distance, and of course, you don't see each other for a long time. It's going to be absolute bliss. If it's not, then there's a real problem. But had you been living together, I'm guaranteeing it wouldn't be absolute bliss day in and day out, and you seem to be under the assumption that it would. I assumed that when we saw each other, next things would get better. A few days later, she told me we needed to talk and asked for space. I was extremely upset, begged and pleaded and cried, and said she just needed to give me another chance, but agreed, in the end, to space. Sure, I've been there, you're desperate, you're so confused at the time, you don't know what to do, you think if you beg them for another chance, you can turn it around, but that just isn't what makes somebody re attracted to you and want to give you another shot. However, the next few days she continued to reach out to me. I told her that this was extremely confusing for me and it hurt talking to her knowing we weren't together. So at that point, Her ex was probably really confused too, not knowing if she really meant this and wanted to go through with it, but your behavior had turned her off so much, she just was like, "Ah, I can't do this. And of course, your anxiety caused you to make it even worse. I told her we needed to stop all contact for a week. During that conversation, she, she said things like, some days I wake up and think I made the biggest mistake of my life, but said she didn't want to try again too soon so we don't resent one another. She is very hot and cold, and I am often left entirely confused about what she actually wants. That's because she's probably confused, and so her behavior is all over the place, and so your behavior is even more all over the place. And this is why I told you guys, be proactive and reach out to me, because I can help you get a plan for your particular situation to make them not so confused and make them miss you even more. After that week of no contact, we agreed that although the time apart didn't fix all our problems, it was a step in the right direction. Since then, we have continued to talk casually daily, but I am just as confused. I feel like maybe I need to cut off all contact again until she reaches out, but she is extremely set in her ways and I know she can very easily cut people out of her life without a second thought. Her biggest problem in the relationship to do with her feeling like I only cared or put in effort when crap hit the fan. So, that tells me that during your relationship she was not feeling like you loved her and that you only started to show her you cared when maybe she backed away and she threatened to leave you. So you're not emotionally attentive and you're not a very good partner And I'm guessing a lot of this goes from your early childhood. You've never learned how to have healthy relationships. You don't know what one looks like. And all you're about is soothing your own anxiety half the time where you're so selfish and self-absorbed, you're not thinking about how your behavior is affecting your partner, turning them on or turning them off. But these are all things you need to be aware of. She said she wasn't happy and needed to figure her crap out. She said she felt like she was always the one putting in effort and fighting for this to work, and that it just took a toll on her. That just goes along with what I had hinted at. I know that she is the one who I am meant to be with forever. Well, this is a reality distortion, and you need to lose this real quick. Okay? You don't know that she is meant to be there for you forever. You don't know that. I, are you God? Of course not. You do not know this. And your faulty belief is hurting you. Because now, if you believe that, you're going to be coming from an unhealthy, needy place where you're desperate and feeling like she's the only one for me. That's simply not true. I remember I had a uh, professor when I was going to grad school, and he was an expert in marriage and family therapy, and he told us uh, that he doesn't believe in soulmates, and the whole class looked at him like he was crazy. Because at this point, we were still very new to learning about uh, relationships from a a therapist perspective. And he basically said to us, find someone and work it out. (laughs) So, that was coming from a, uh, a professor that I thought very highly of. And very smart guy. So, I could tell you that saying somebody is your forever person or your soulmate or your... Twin flame, whatever it is they're calling it these days, is a load of crap. You don't know that. People come in and out of our life. Sometimes we don't want them to leave and there's nothing we could do about that. I try and teach you guys skills and strategies to be the most attractive version of yourself that you can be and to be their best option. Some of you guys look for easy answers and quick band-aid fixes, but you wind up losing your ex before you even know it. That's why I always give you warnings. (laughs) Like, go watch my video, How to Choose a Good Partner. You should probably go watch that one, because it's really helpful. (laughs) My question is, how do I proceed? I don't want to cut her off completely out of the blue when you already had no contact, but I do not know how else to get her to communicate her feelings to me. I know that I need to see her in person to show her How much I have been working on myself, but I also don't want to push her to see me. Well, that is a limiting belief also. You know that you need to do this to show her how much you've changed. I know you guys all believe that. You simply can't force that. That has to happen when the other person is ready to see it. And then when you have that opportunity, you allow it to happen. But you're going to force this because of your anxiety and your inability to think about what you're partner needs, which is why you got into this mess to begin with. Um, So, what I would say to you is you have to leave her alone. You've gotta let her come to you when she's ready. You're, You're gonna keep trying all these little tricks and strategies that's only gonna push her away more and more and turn her off more and more. Let her go and let her come back to you. I suspect she probably will and if you can work on yourself, and learning a lot of the stuff that I teach, you can get on the right path to re-attracting her. But relationships take a lot of work. And when you haven't had a good relationship with your parents, where you saw healthy relationships with them, and healthy relationships between your parents together, you don't learn these skills. And believe me, they are skills. Like anything else in life, a relationship takes work and an ability to understand your partner, to be a good partner, to understand their needs, how to communicate and uh, communicate your needs with them. There's a lot to it. There's tons and tons of things about relationships, which is why I'm able to put out videos five days a week because how complicated and complex things are. So when you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net, Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do Skype coaching and I do email coaching and I'll be happy to help you with your situation, assess it, and get you on the right track. That's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and I will talk with you soon.